your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to a Friday episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app and join me next week to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we talk Anaheim Ducks with Jason Hernandez of Locked On Ducks, a crossover episode for today's Locked On Wild. We talk about what the Ducks have been working on with being eliminated from the playoffs and uh, look ahead to this weekend series with some predictions of what both of us think will happen in the two games. So plenty to get to here today. My name is Seth Topol, your host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports content and coverage and exclusively wild coverage over the last couple of seasons. Let's dive right in and get the crossover started. What's up, hockey fans? We are coming at you with a Locked On crossover. It is Locked On Wild meets Locked On Ducks. Seth Topol joined by Jason Hernandez, host of Locked On Ducks. Jason, our first chance to uh, interact since I hopped on the Locked On Network. How's it going, man? Hey, if you're a Ducks fan, it's going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, way to put it. it's crazy because this is the first time that these two teams have squared off in a long time um, with the way that the schedule has been kind of swapped around. The Wild have played so many games against the Blues and uh, and the Golden Knights, and it just it, it seems like it's been a minute since these two teams have uh, have come toe-to-toe. So uh, I, I'm actually, I'm curious legitimately as to, you know, with the playoffs kind of on the back burner and not something that the Ducks are, are looking at um, for the rest of the season, like what have been some of the things that, uh, that Anaheim has been trying to get figured out here over the, uh, the last handful of games? What they're trying to figure out is where the youth movement goes into their roster for the future. They're looking at players like Jamie Drysdale, who was the sixth overall pick in last year's entry draft. He's been probably one of the biggest pleasant surprises for the Ducks this season, along with, obviously, Trevor Zegras, the wunderkid, who, (laughs) by the way, was the tournament MVP for the World Junior Championships. So the Ducks have something to root for, I guess. So they're looking at all the young players. Jacob Perot, they want to see where he goes in the development of Max Comtois. There's just so many young guys on this Ducks roster that they're trying to figure out where their place is for the Ducks in the future. Now, uh, obviously on um, Thursday or Wednesday night uh, had just the, the mayhem throughout the entirety of the NHL. We had all the fights in uh, the New York Rangers and the Washington Capitals game, Vegas and the wild got into it at the, uh, the beginning of their game as well. So you have all of that going on, just causing all this chaos. And you have some nice moments as well, including the homecoming salute that David Back has got uh, going yeah. up against the St. Louis Blues. Just uh, just tell me a little bit about your observations of that. What did you think of, uh, of the treatment that Back has got um, in his return to the Blues? Well, I didn't actually watch it until this morning because I was covering um, goals versus rain last night. But when I actually got around to see all the tweets and see the kind of reception that he got, 
this was just what he needed, like the cherry on top of what looks to be a good career. I mean, it hasn't been confirmed that he's going to retire yet, but given how many times he's been healthy scratched this season, you got to think this is the end of the road for David Backus. And what a way to go out for him to get that reception from not only the fans, but the players themselves. Uh, you had that nice video tribute for him on Monday. And then you have guys like Shen coming to him. You had Bozak, David Perron. The moment that he had with David Perron, that made you want to tear up a little bit because they embraced for a few more than a few seconds. They had a lot of great words for each other. Uh, same goes for Ryan O'Reilly. Those guys went through a lot in their runs. That is a brotherhood if there if there ever was one. And you just cannot help but think, man, David Backus meant a lot to this team. And it's a shame that he hasn't played as much. But good for Coach Dallas Eakins to put him on the lineup last night yeah. to give him that moment. Not only him, but there was someone else that got a moment the night before. And that was Ryan Miller, who did announce his retirement. Uh, people forget Miller played for St. Louis for not that long. But he was part of a couple of those teams as well. So he got a nice reception as well. Jason, I'm sure you've got some questions for me, so uh, let's flip it around and uh, and get some uh, some knowledge out there for Ducks fans of what to expect from the Wild this weekend. Well, I mean, there's there's the obvious question that I'll get that I'll leave for later, but I guess the first question is the obvious one: What should the Ducks expect from Minnesota this weekend? Because they're the hungrier team. Do they have a shot at that number two seed? I think they do. Uh, you look at the uh, the schedule down the stretch, and uh, the pressure is going to be on Vegas to try to hold that uh, that top spot. And you know, Colorado's had a little bit of a weird go. They lost to San Jose um, on a night that the Wild lost in overtime to the Golden Knights as well. So Colorado's scuffling a little bit. The Wild have an opportunity here to uh, to really put the pressure on. And honestly, I think. In that series, if it does end up going Colorado and the Wild, I think whichever team has the home field advantage is going to be the one that wins. So there's obviously a lot to play for for this Wild team. If they can knock down that home field advantage in the first rounds, I think they got enough to beat the Avalanche. So we, uh, we're we hoping that we see some good games here at the uh, at the XL Energy Center uh, and a chance for the Wild to uh, hop up in the standings, which I think would be just sweet to uh, to finish off this amazing season. Now, SoCal fans are familiar with a couple players in Minnesota's roster, and one of them is Kirill Kaprizov for obvious reasons. Uh, I think he's the runaway rookie of the year. I think he's going to win the Calder easily. Thank you. Um, is there is there any reason that he might not win the Calder, or do you think he has it locked up by now? I think it's in the bag. Um, I have been doing a lot of stat diving into um, – Robertson from Dallas and uh, for Kirill and honestly he just the the way that he has gone about doing everything the time that uh, that a lot of his goals have come in especially recently either the game tying goal in the third period or the go-ahead goal in the third period for like four consecutive games um it just he, he has meant so much to this team and he has and I know the history of the wild is a short one just uh, just 20 years at this point. But he has this year in a 56-game season shattered every record that Wild rookies had up until this year. Shattered. 
So I, I think he's got it locked up already. I am uh, already preparing my response in the event that someone uh, <laughs> takes it away from him because at this point, I think it's pretty much a 99, I'll say 99.99% guaranteed that he is uh, going to lock it up. Wow, that's pretty hefty stats there. So <laughs> coming up next here on Locked on Wild, we'll continue our conversation with Locked on Ducks host Jason Hernandez talking all things wild and ducks ahead of this weekend series. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Wealthfront.com. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion in assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Continuing with our Wild Ducks crossover episode of Locked on Wild and just a programming note before we dive back in. The uh, mailbag questions that were submitted for today, we will answer those on Monday's show. Had some great questions uh, for today's mailbag, but with this uh, being a little bit longer of a crossover episode, uh, we'll make sure and answer those on Monday. None of them really time sensitive, so uh, we will uh, we'll definitely get to those on Monday's edition of Locked on Wild. Let's get back to it with Locked on Ducks host Jason Hernandez. Okay, let's appeal to the Ducks fans a little bit because they need some kind of cheering. They have had a, let's say, a rough season. They're second worst in the league. They will be second worst in the league because, hey, New Jersey won. So it's been tank squad for pretty much the entirety of the season. Let's just face it because there's no way. As soon as we went into the season, I said Minnesota's going to be up there. Vegas will be up there. Colorado will be up there. Those three and then everyone else. The Ducks have no shot at getting past those three teams, but I keep it honest. So let's talk to the Ducks fans. Appeal to them. Why should Ducks fans be rooting for the Minnesota Wild? It's a great question. You're seeing the most fun Wild team maybe in their franchise history because of all the years that this team was just kind of a grit and grind um, grind out like a two to one or a three to two win, and uh, and just play really gritty. They've now finally moved into an elite offensive team, and they've got Kirill Kaprizov, who is just amazingly fun, and he plays just an electric, breathtaking style of hockey. Um, up and down the lineup, they've got guys that can score in an instant. They've got Marcus Foligno, who will take on any player in the NHL if he is uh, is ticked off enough to do so. And um, it's just, it's fun to finally see a flashy style of hockey for this wild team. And I mean, to put it another way, it's not the Avalanche. It's not the Vegas Golden Knights. Ooh. It's somebody completely different that has a chance to really make some noise in the playoffs this year. And so the entire state of Minnesota is behind him. 
everybody else that is not a fan of those teams that I listed should be as well. I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights are pretty much public enemy number one for a lot of Ducks fans <laughs> and Kings fans. Like any SoCal hockey fan does not like the Vegas Golden Knights. So there's that one for sure. And if Minnesota does face Vegas, I would love to see Minnesota come out of that division just for the sake of saying, you know what? It's been 20 years. Give them a shot. Vegas is too young. They've like, whatever. Colorado's won before. St. Louis just won recently. So, hey, it might not be St. Louis. You never know. Yeah. The the Blues are a dangerous team, too. They've they've shown the wild that especially. So, yeah. It's um, just, just to appeal to one of my other fellow co-hosts there, Avampato. What if the Kings somehow beat Colorado this week? Because the Kings, <laughs> they're not eliminated. The Kings could still make it. Boy, maybe not, but mathematically they're still in it. I would, uh, I'd have to send some sort of a gift basket because I think that would be one of the greatest, um, the greatest improbable things of all time to happen. So I think as a wild fan, I would definitely have to send like a gift basket or something if that ends up happening. And meanwhile, I'm just appealing to team tank right now, because let's face (laughs) it, that's, that's all I've been looking forward to is when are they going to get that second worst record? Hey, as of right now, the ducks could have the second worst record. Actually it will be because New Jersey did win Thursday night. So hooray. (laughs) Let me root for something. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, like those uh, those high picks can go a long way, especially with all the buzz that is uh, has gone on in Minnesota with Marco Rossi and what Bill mm-hmm. Guerin was able to do last year. Those high picks they mean a lot, and so you know, as uh, as somebody who has seen plenty of that here in Minnesota with the Timberwolves, with uh, the Timberwolves, with the Timberwolves. <laughs> um, they can go a long way oh, if you come, st- come on. Michael Oluwakandi <laughs> is not an original number one pick, but he contributed somewhat to the Clippers and contributed somewhat to the Timberwolves, I guess. Michael Oluwakandi was also here. So, yes, <laughs> that's uh, that's about all I will say about him. So it I, I mean, there's it's not, th- not like I said he was a world beating player. Well, he um, he was as good with us as he was against Shaq one-on-one. So <laughs> yikes. He he was, I will do a deep, deep dive for the Timberwolves fans. He was about as effective with the T-Wolves as Randy Brewer was with the Timberwolves. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oof, those wounds cut deep. I, um, I have followed that team for a long time and there has not been a lot of good stuff to follow with that team. So it's, um, it's a it's a rich history of not playoff history. You have the Troy Murphy days. You have the Stefan Marbury days. We got the Mark, those were fun. We got the Mark Madsen days of just chucking threes to uh, preserve that uh, that top spot in the draft and not doing anything with it. Yeah, you it's, had you had Pooh Richardson and oh, Christian Leitner. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a rich history in Minnesota sports of heartbreak and just general lack of being uh, competitive. And uh, you know, we uh, we pride ourselves on that. So this wild team is out to prove us differently, though. So I uh, I really hope they do. You'll always have little big league, though. Fact. That's that's all we need. Little big league. That's it. That's yeah. That's that's all we need at this point. So, um, it, it'll it'll be really fun to see how these games play out. I'm getting a chance to uh, to go to Friday's game in person. So, get to see Kirill for the first time in person. So that should be fun. 
and uh, hopefully the Wilds can help uh, your Ducks in their pursuit of uh, one of those top spots in the uh, the NHL draft. I think that would be a gift that uh, that we'd be happy to give. Well, technically, the Ducks don't have to win or lose. At this point, it won't matter. They could win one, lose one. They still get the second worst record because Buffalo lost. So Buffalo has, by Oof. the way, clinched that uh, worst record in the league. Yeah, they they had they did not have a good year. So technically, it won't matter. Okay, these well, don't matter. Well, one of those games won't matter for the Ducks. We we can live with that. I just want I just want the Friday win. That's all I care about. One final segment of Talking Wild Ducks with Locked On Ducks host Jason Hernandez is coming to you next here on Locked On Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Built Bar, those delicious tasting and amazingly healthy for you protein bars. Built Bar's got nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. All of the flavors are packed with protein, too. Most have 17 grams of protein, plus they're only 130 calories with only 4 grams of sugar and only 4 grams of net carbs per bar. There are a couple of flavors that have more protein, so plenty of protein for you in every great-tasting Built Bar. Plus, with Mother's Day coming up, if you're looking for a gift idea, most moms would love Built Bar. So send your mom a box of Built Bars, and you'll be her favorite at least until the box runs out. Head to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. If you aren't using BetOnline.ag yet, you are definitely missing out. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is in full swing, and you can track every pitch, every at-bat at betonline.ag. Plus, the NHL and the NBA both continue their push to the playoffs, so plenty of great sports action for you to place your bets on. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and, of course, all of your favorite UFC and MMA action, too. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for a second longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of the Locked On Wild, Locked On Ducks crossover podcast, and uh, we continue our discussion with Jason Hernandez, host of Locked On Ducks, and uh, looking at some predictions that we have for uh, what is to come here this weekend. Let's do this. Something that I like to do on these crossovers is start to make predictions. So... Let's first do a score prediction. What do you predict the score to be for Friday's game and Saturday's game? I will predict that Friday's game ends up being four to one in favor of the Wild. Um, and I will say Saturday's game is two to nothing Wild. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think the Wild are going to dominate Anaheim. I think it's going to be 6-1 to one Minnesota on Friday. I, what? The Ducks have no defense. 
They have none right now. So I'm going to say six to one on that one. And just to shake things up, because this would be Ryan Miller's last game on Saturday. It's already been announced that Ryan Miller is going to get that last start at Minnesota for his career. I think I know where you're going with this. What if he breaks the record for most shootout wins in NHL history? So I'm going to say three, two ducks in a shootout. That would be of all the things that scare me as a, as a fan of the wild, the shootout is the thing that scares me the most. Yep. Um, and that's exactly why I'm picking if it goes shootout Anaheim will win it. Okay. I, uh, I, I think that is entirely possible. I just, for whatever you reason, with, you could live with one point, right? Yeah. I, I mean, as I'm, I'm all about team OT with, uh, with the wild being just one point behind the avalanche. So you get two points on Friday, one point on Saturday. It's fine with me. Yeah, three points out of Anaheim. And then you have St. Louis. What if Minnesota wins both those games against St. Louis and the Kings get in? <laughs> Just a what if. I I will, like I said, I will send the gift basket, and I think that would be the most devastating thing to happen to St. Louis sports fans since... Say it. Say it. Since whatever happened in that World Series against the uh, Texas Rangers, no, because St. Louis won that. Oh, did they? See, I'm not yeah. a huge. I'm not a huge baseball guy anymore. Um, it all just here's melts here's what I will say that could piss off the St. Louis fans. It would be a bigger disappointment than losing the Rams back to L.A. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, and I just pissed off the St. Louis Rams fans. That wound is still very fresh for that franchise. That fan base, hey, I should hey, say. The hey, franchise hey, moved hey, on. Hey, I was a kid, and the Rams moved from L.A. to St. Louis. That's when I ceased being a football fan. Because if you lose a team as an adult, you can deal with it. When you lose two football teams and you're young, that breaks your heart. Yeah, you do not recover from that. No, which is why I don't really talk about football all that much. <laughs> Well, and before we go, because I love to have fun with this, what is one wacky prediction, not scoring-wise, like one wacky prediction for this weekend's games against the Ducks? Ooh, boy. Let's, um, let's have fun with this. That's a great call. Um, So I have a tinfoil hat theory that Bill Guerin is doing something to try to get Zach Parisi to waive his uh, no-movement clause by only playing oh him like single-digit minutes a night over the mm-hmm. last couple of games. I think, bold prediction, Zach Parisi gets scratched in one of the games. Damn. Yeah. Watch that actually happen. I'm out for blood. <laughs> All right, since you're out for blood, <laughs> I mean, I, I thought the shootout prediction was bold enough because the Ducks are terrible. Um, I will make... A bold prediction. No, that's not really a bold prediction. But I'll predict that Trevor Zegris scores three points this weekend. He's I been like on it. the Schneid. I'm gonna say Zegris really breaks out and gets three points this weekend. My um my honorable mention was going to be that Kaprizov gets to thirty goals this weekend, but Oh jeez. I uh, I figured I figured that the Parisi one would be a little meatier and a little juicier. Yeah. See, I want Ryan Miller just because I want to see him break that record. 
Hey, I'd, I'd be all for it. Ryan Miller's a class act. I would be, uh, I'd be all for seeing that. Yeah. And honestly, if Miller does make that last start, I can already, here's one thing I can predict. All the wild players are going to come out, shake his hand, congratulate him on a tremendous career. Mm-hmm. I guarantee they would do that because they're a classy organization. Yes. We, uh, we are all about showing, uh, showing that Minnesota respect. Except well, if you're the if, Vegas Golden Knights and you hit Kirill Kaprizov from behind, then you are getting Marcus Foligno and you are going to like thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jason, for, uh, for doing this. I, uh, I look forward to doing some more of these during the off season um, when there's going to be plenty going on. A friend of mine suggested that the Wild may go after a particular Ducks player. I'll save it. Um, until we get to that off-season point. Um, but uh, I'm anxious to get some of your thoughts as to the potential of that happening. Oh, we'll definitely talk about that. Like, what else can Ducks fans talk about? <laughs> yeah. Trades and draft. Trades and draft. I mean, it's it's um, trades and draft and, and golfing during the playoffs. That's about it. I don't play golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure there are plenty. I'm sure there are plenty of Ducks fans that do. You know what a lot of Ducks fans do around here? They go surfing. See, that's something I've never done, and I will have to when I get out to California way. Well, I mean, what surfing do you have out there in Minnesota? You Not have much. Snow surfing. Tumbling tumbling down the hill. Snow surfing, ice fishing, and uh, and hockey of all sorts. That's all we need. Hey, we have beach hockey, so we're, we're good out here. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Um, where can the fine folks find your podcast? Uh, you can follow, of course, Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts and follow the Twitter account at Lockdown Wild. You can follow me as well at Seth T-O-U-P-S on Twitter. I am pretty active on game days and doing more live streaming during games uh, and will continue to do so during the playoffs. So you'll see my face everywhere. And you could find me on Twitter at StimpyJD, as in the classic Ren and Stimpy show. Love one it. Of the best Nick, one of the best Nicktoons ever. 100%. And you can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Ducks, which is always a fun time because I, I like to get a little bit sardonic on that Twitter, as people <laughs> have seen recently. <laughs> hey, you got to. You got to when, uh, when the chips are a little down. When, when your team sucks this much, you have to develop a sense of humor. Two years I've been at this podcast, and both years they've been terrible. And zero playoff games. The night is darkest just before the dawn. Harvey Dent. Yeah. The dark night. Yeah, but yeah, but, but the dawn isn't coming for a while here. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're, on, we're on Alaska time. <laughs> it's been fun. Huge thank you to Jason Hernandez of Locked On Ducks for joining the show today to talk about Anaheim heading to XL Energy Center this weekend for the final two games against the Wild of the season. Make sure to check out Locked On Ducks for some further intel into their matchup against the Wild coming up this weekend. Maybe we'll see you out there. I am headed to tonight's game in person. So uh, if you uh, are curious uh, or uh, or looking to meet uh, your uh, host of Locked On Wild, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'd be happy to uh, to say hi uh, while we're out there um, watching Kirill Kaprizov dominate yet again. 
Um, also want to give a Friday plug to all of the other Locked On Minnesota shows. Make sure to follow Locked On Wolves, Locked On Vikings, Locked On Twins, and Locked On Golden Gophers to stay up to date on everything Minnesota sports. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Locked On Wild. Have a great weekend. Hopefully the Wild have a great one as well against the Ducks. We'll break all of that down and more Monday with another edition of Locked On Wild.